This is the Mayor Greg Fisher Podcast. I'm Graham Shelby. I work in the mayor's office. Joined now by the 50th mayor of Louisville, Greg Fisher. Mayor. Graham, good to be with you again. So today is a milestone day for Louisville. It's the culmination of something that you and your team have been working for for a long time. Tell us what's happening today. Well, from day one of our administration, we've been pursuing a technology strategy to make sure that we are on the Internet highway in a big way, uh, high-speed Internet everywhere in the city at as low a cost as possible. I mean, that's critical infrastructure for the 21st century. Part of that is our incumbent carriers, AT&T, Spectrum, expanding their offerings. Uh, But we've been pursuing Google Fiber for quite some time now, almost five years, starting from a visit to their office in Washington, D.C., uh, shortly after they announced they were going to be rolling this out around the country. And we've worked hard to be a Google Fiber city and have overcome many obstacles, uh, both legally and technically, to get to the point where we are today, where Google Fiber is saying we are ready to go. Uh, so it's one of these things, you know, when you work hard each day for multi, multi years and then to have it announced, obviously, is a big thing for our city and it sends wonderful signals to the rest of the world about Louisville also. So Google Fiber is pretty selective. They've only, they're only operating in about a dozen cities around the country. What is it that you think made them choose Louisville? <laughs> well, we pestered them uh, nonstop uh, since they announced the project and, of course, Our city and uh, our city government is known as the most innovative city government in the country right now and continuous improvement oriented. So they've seen all of these things that we've done from our Office for Civic Innovation. So there's great compatibility with Google and the innovation oriented company they are with what we do as a municipal government as well. So they've been attracted by that. And of course, we've been very deliberate with them. Uh, We've worked through some difficult situations with them on Issues like One Touch Make Ready, that's a technical term, but that's something that the industry needs. And they also saw our city as a city where they could pilot some of their R&D on high-speed Internet with micro-trenching. Our city is an easy city to work with in terms of working at the speed of business because we're very customer-focused, and I know they appreciated that as well. What was your pitch to them? Louisville's a great city of innovation, and you guys need to be here or it hurts your brand. And uh, fortunately, uh, and we said we're easy to do business with also. And we wanted them, when they came to the city as well, to also help us with our digital inclusion strategies. You know, back in the day, people have heard about redlining. Uh, when you, if you tried to buy a house, if, especially if you were African-American in a certain part of town, you couldn't get a loan for it. That led to this tremendous wealth gap that exists today between lots of minority families and white families as well. We were insistent for any of our advances into high-speed Internet in our city that there be an equity component, that there be no digital redlining, if you will, that no matter where you live, no matter what your income is, you can have a good Internet product. So big kudos to Google Fiber for announcing this in Portland. Their first areas they're working in are Newburgh, Portland, and then Strathmore is over off Bardstown Road. So first two... Great areas for digital inclusion. Very proud of Google Fiber for making this announcement and rolling out in these areas. What have, what's been the impact of the, the announcement that Google Fiber was working with the city on the other Internet service providers here in town? One of the great things we see when Google Fiber comes to town is it shakes up the market a little bit. And we like that from a customer offering standpoint. So the more that you can have more choices at different price points with different speeds, that's good for the consumer. 
Google Fiber represents that what their brand is, is, you know, high speed at low cost, good quality. So that obviously is a new entrant into the community. Uh, so we see respondents uh, from all of our carriers to broaden their Internet offerings. So anything that's good for the consumer like that in terms of choice, we're all for it. How does this help you make a pitch to other companies that might be considering locating here? There's only about a dozen or so cities in the United States that are Google Fiber cities. Uh, and those cities have demonstrated a, a progressive uh, way of thinking toward the economic future, uh, inclusion. And so when companies are looking to locate in a city, they go through internet connectivity, who your carriers are. And when they see that we're a Google Fiber city, that's definitely a big plus for us. What are some of the other things that uh, the city has done as part of the digital inclusion work? One of the projects I'm really proud of is where we located our Gigabit Experience Center, uh, which provides a place for someone to come and experience what Gigabit Internet speeds are like, so super fast Internet. That's important when you evaluate the kind of service you want, but it's really important for startup businesses so that need that fast download and upload type of uh, speed. So uh, Louisville Central Community Center is the location of the Gigabit Experience Center. Uh, it's at 13th and Muhammad Ali, so right in the heart of the Russell neighborhood. And when you think about all the progress that's going to be taking place in Russell with the uh, Choice Community Projects coming on board, it's important that that be a very smart neighborhood. And one of the elements of a smart neighborhood is high-speed Internet. Uh, so that will be taking place there. And uh, that's a big part of uh, signaling where we think uh, activities taking place in the city, and it's an invitation for people to come and live, start their businesses. Project out a few years, and what are you hoping happens as a result of Google Fiber being here? High-speed Internet should lead to higher quality of life, more business startups, more entrepreneurship. Uh, we also want it to be used to make sure we're closing equity gaps. Imagine if you're a child living in a low-income neighborhood and you don't have the same type of Internet availability as an advantaged kid has terms of speed or price. That puts you at an immediate disadvantage relative to your availability to do research, do your homework, be involved with a virtual classroom. All these things are going to be accelerating as time goes by. So I hope it increases overall prosperity, and then I hope, hope it closes the achievement gaps that we have in our city. Anything else? There have been a tremendous amount of people who worked really hard to get us to this day. Ted Smith, our first uh, chief of civic innovation. Bill Schreck came out of retirement and just did this as a volunteer to help with a lot of project management on this. Uh, our Department of IT, our Civic Innovation Office, just all kinds of folks. And, and the people at Google Fiber have been great to work with. They haven't moved quite as fast as we wanted them to, to at time to times, but because we didn't know what their big plans were. And for us to be the site of this micro-trenching first ever that they've done, that's a big deal for our city as well. It sends a signal that we're an easy uh, city to do business with and an innovative city. So just want to say thank you to all the countless people that have been involved with this. And I want to thank our incumbent carriers also for broadening their offerings for high-speed Internet at a good price. Right. Mayor, thanks very much. Okay, thank you. Good day for the city. Joined now by Grace Simmerall. She is the Chief of Civic Innovation and Technology for the City of Louisville. Grace, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. So, Grace, I feel like a lot of people hear that Google Fiber is coming or Google Fiber is here. And that sounds great. But what does that actually mean from the perspective of an individual consumer in a home in Louisville? Yeah, so for the, the consumers that live in 
the three neighborhoods they're launching in, which are Portland, Newburgh, and Strathmore, it means that they can sign up for gigabit internet uh, into their home. And what does that mean? That's a thousand megabits per second, which is significantly more than what they can get today. And some of the highest speeds that you can get in our market are 60 megabits per second. So this is significantly faster. So 60 megabits per second versus a thousand megabits per second. That's correct. Okay. Even if you're not incredibly tech savvy or literate, that's, that's pretty clear. So if you go from the 60 to the 1,000, then what, if you're not doing, obviously if you're doing high-tech things, gaming or design or something like that, that's going to make a big difference. But if you're you know, primarily using it, as a lot of people do, just you know, to watch things on the internet, download stuff occasionally, what, what difference are you going to see? So uh, I do think that a lot of people experience buffering when they're in their homes. And they, they also see this when they have multiple users. Um, you know, you may have multiple family members who want to be able to get online simultaneously on multiple devices. It causes a interruption in service. Now, but that said, this kind of technology is really about getting us ready for the future. So if you can think back to when all we had was dial-up, um, you probably would have no way of imagining one day that you would do most of your shopping online or that you would be able to stream media into your homes using a service like Netflix. This technology enables the future. So it sounds like this is partly, so it sounds like bringing Google Fiber to Louisville is partly for the benefits that people can get today, but it's also about setting us up for the future and there are also some analogies to the past. Absolutely. So if you think about um, the process our country went uh, through history, um, you know, turning on electricity for towns, um, setting up the train system, the transatlantic train system, uh, creating uh, the river barge system, which, again, Louisville was a significant economic powerhouse uh, when um, most commerce was being done over the, over the river. Uh, the highway system, it, anal- you know, analogous to all of these things, is fiber connectivity. And cities who have it will rise, and cities who do not will be at a significant disadvantage. So even though the applications for it for a lot of people will be noticeable, but maybe not life-changing today, laying the foundation for this now will help create more innovation and more opportunity in technology and other applications for the future. Absolutely. Uh, I mean, we've just seen this with increasing what we call our infrastructure, our digital infrastructure over time, is that uh, both the market and consumers benefit when there are these major increases. And what's been the impact so far bet- in what, since we announced that Louisville was going to be a Google Fiber City uh, in terms of the other carriers in town? Well, we've seen... Um, things like increases in speeds um, for the same price. We've seen um, decreases in the cost of their plans. It's by introducing competition into the marketplace, residents of Louisville, Kentucky benefit. So, Grace, let's clarify, what is the city's relationship with Google Fiber, and why has, you know, the mayor's office and your team worked so hard to get them here? Well, for us, this was a, a major economic development kind of opportunity. Um, Google Fiber is only going to select cities. And the cities that it selects signals um, both to the U.S. as well as globally that we are an innovative 21st century economy kind of city. Um, And Google Fiber is, just to be clear, they're a for-profit company, and they are offering a service that is going to compete with the other Internet providers here, specifically Spectrum and AT&T. 
and what's the what's the benefit to citizens of that coming in? Well, we see, again, uh, not just in our city, but in other cities, that um, residents want options. And so by allowing for internet service providers like Google Fiber, it creates an environment that creates options for consumers. And we um, we believe that it won't just be Google Fiber. There will be other options that uh, consumers will be able to choose from. All right. What have other cities who've become Google Fiber cities seen? What kind of changes or uh, benefits have they seen from becoming part of Google Fiber? So again, even just the announcement, even before um, residents could sign up, uh, they saw um, you know, more access, better customer service, lower costs, faster speeds. So I know one of the things that uh, you're working on is it's called digital inclusion. Tell us a little bit about what that is and uh, then also what the city is doing about it. Yeah, that's a great question. So digital inclusion for us um, really speaks to the heart of uh, what it is to be a participant in the 21st century economy and, uh, and 21st century America. So if you think about it, children are increasingly asked to do their homework by using the internet. If you are a prospective college student, right, and you're trying to find colleges, apply for colleges, apply for financial aid, that's all done online these days. If you're looking for a job or applying for a job, again, done online. So uh, shopping experiences, retail experiences, our, our media consumption, our entertainment, again, all being done online. So having access to um, broadband and ultra high-speed internet um, really is just table stakes these days. And if you don't have access to that, and access I mean very broadly, whether it's actually having the service or being able to afford the service, you're put at a significant disadvantage. So people who don't have computers at the home, who don't have internet access in the home, and I guess to an extent you're even saying broadband, high-speed internet access in the home, are at an inherent disadvantage. That's absolutely correct. And so for us, we view it as a uh, three legs of a stool. You need to make sure they have access, and that access can be in the form of either actually having the service or being able to afford the service. Um, having access to hardware. So um, there are a lot of people who have smartphones but don't necessarily have um, laptops or desktops to be able to fully take advantage of the, the service then, right? So if you can imagine you're a child being asked to do homework uh, and you're doing it on a smartphone on a data plan, um, you're at a significant disadvantage to a child who has broadband in their home with a, a laptop or a desktop computer where they can have that full, um, robust experience to, to search the internet and do their homework. It's hard to type a book report on a smartphone. really hard to type a book report on a smartphone. Yeah. Um, in addition, um, the, the, the third leg of the stool is around digital skills and literacy. So for us, that's a, a matter of making sure that once you have access and you have the appropriate hardware, um, you know how to fully utilize it. And some parts of the city are more connected than other parts. Um, so as part of what are some of the things that the city is doing to help folks in, in all parts of the city get connected and get access to digital technology? Yeah, so the first thing we did was we really wanted to understand um, what was actually happening at, at in, you know, in the residential areas, and we created something called Speed Up Louisville to be able to measure speed tests. And uh, we're, based on that information, could identify where people had low speeds, as well as where people didn't have connectivity and weren't responding. 
Um, now, that's a, again, the connectivity could have been they can't afford it. So we've uh, focused on areas that um, I don't think it's any surprise. Um, uh, both West Louisville and South Louisville are challenged um, economically, and, and it's reflecting also in their digital um, participation. And so we're doing things like um, doing, uh, you know, low-cost Internet signups. So there are two different programs that allow uh, residents different eligibility or criteria, but allow them to be able to sign up for these low-cost Internet service plans. Um, we've done things like partner with local banks to be able to um, take their old laptops. Now, they're not terribly old. They're about three years old. But take these older laptops that they're doing a technology refresh on, refurbish them in part in in partnership with JCPS, and then distribute them to both um, housing authority residents as well as JCPS students in need. And so how does the, I think it's called LFIT, the Louisville Fiber Information Technology Program, tie in with Google Fiber and with the city's digital inclusion work? So it's, it is from a very broad perspective, um, all playing a role in digital inclusion. So again, remember our, our point was to drive access. Now, Louisville Metro... As a organ, you know, as a, a organization serving the public, also has network connectivity needs, and so LFIT allows us to be able to install fiber optic cable, to be able to service metro facilities as well as metro devices. And so you can think of community centers, metro buildings, uh, traffic lights, um, those type of devices. Now that said, um, we also have an opportunity. You know, both Kentucky Wired. Which, who are partnering with, as well as, as LFIT, have the opportunity to lease excess capacity to those um, you know, smaller and mid-sized internet service providers to allow them to deliver what's called final mile to the, to the home service as well. Um, and what you'll hear from a lot of people is that unless you're a really big company, um, you just don't have the means to be able to run what's called the middle mile. So think of us, LFIT, as being basically the highway and these final mile internet service providers as building the kind of spokes off into the residential services, you know, those kind of roadways. Um, in partnership together, we're able to add more options into the market. And um, we've spoken to a number of local um, internet service providers that are much smaller who are very excited about the opportunity to be able to deliver this service to people's homes. So basically it's all about getting more people access to better internet to and technology. Options. To more mm -hmm. options. Uh, talk a little bit about the construction process, both in terms of what we've seen so far, because I understand there was some innovative technology used to just wire up the, the neighborhoods that are going online now. And what can people expect to see in, you know, in, in the months and years ahead as we move forward with Google Fiber? Yeah, and I, I'm so glad you asked that because there's a lot of fiber construction going on in our city right now. And so it's easy for people to think that it's all related to Google Fiber. It's not, right? There's the Kentucky Wired Project. There's LFIT. There is um, AT&T is rolling out fiber. Spectrum is uh, installing some fiber as well to continue supporting their cable modem plans. But Google Fiber is using a very innovative construction technique um, that people might not be familiar with. So they're used to seeing you know, either people doing what's called pull make ready or doing tr traditional trenching, which is, you know, digging up the roadway in a significant way to install 
plastic PVC conduit to build around fiber. Instead, what Google Fiber is doing is a technique called micro-trenching. Now, this is a technique that they've has been used widely in Europe. You know, it's not it's not untested. It's very innovative in the U.S., but it's not untested. And um, and they're able to cut a very narrow channel in um, in the asphalt of the roadway, um, a few inches away from the curb, just a few inches deep, to be able to lay that fiber optic cable. And they're able to do it very quickly, and then apply on top of it. Uh, a sealant to then seal up the roadway. Uh, they do that either in the asphalt in some neighborhoods. They could also do it in the softscape. It just depends on the kind of layout of the roadways in the neighborhood. Is there any time frame that we can look at for how long it'll take before the city is fully wired? No. So, I mean, Google Fiber has not shared that information with us, but they have been very aggressive in their construction schedule, even for these three neighborhoods. So, uh, in fact, Louisville will be the first city where they launched three neighborhoods at the beginning. Um, all other cities, they've, they've done one. So it's in part because of this innovative construction technique that they're able to deploy fiber so much faster than they have in, in their other markets. And I know that in Louisville and I think one of the other new Google Fiber cities, they're not offering TV services. It's just Internet service that they're offering. Tell me why that is. Yeah, they've done a lot of market research. So they have other cities where they've launched both Internet and TV. And what they're hearing from consumers is that they're looking to cut the cord. There are so many new options to be able to watch what you would traditionally call television. You can watch it over the internet, um, so over the top is what it's referred to. You could watch it on YouTube. You could watch it um, via Facebook or Twitter, right? All these different ways to be able to consume media information and uh, entertainment information. So what um, what Google Fiber has heard from consumers, from customers, is that what they want is super solid internet that's affordable, and um, and they will they will unbundle and pick whatever um, types of entertainment services they want, whether that's Netflix or YouTube or YouTube TV um, or, you know, HBO Now. I mean, they they have nothing but um, choices in the market today. Interesting. Um, Anything else we need to know? No, we're just very excited that we're finally here and uh, and customers will be able to sign up um, with Google Fiber and start receiving service. Grace Simrall is the Chief of Civic Innovation and Technology for Louisville Metro Government. Grace, thanks so much for joining us. Oh, thank you so much. This was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Mayor Greg Fisher Podcast. You can subscribe through Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, or whatever your podcast distributor of choice may be. And if you'd like to follow the mayor, it's not easy. He's in constant motion. But you can do it on social media through Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And thanks for listening to the Mayor Greg Fisher Podcast. Mm-hmm.